Welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Maya Urban, the Urban Healer. I'm a life coach, Reiki master, Akashic record reader, and registered nurse. I'm here to guide you towards living a life you truly love by learning to downregulate your nervous system, resetting your energy, and reconnecting to your essence. We'll talk about everything from evidence-based neuroscience tools to ancient healing wisdoms and how you can incorporate these in your everyday life to heal, expand, and feel joy again. For ways to work with me, visit therubinhealer.ca. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. My name is Tamea Urban and I will be your host. So for today, I am giving you guys a huge life update. I know I've been teasing you guys a little bit online with being super secretive and not telling you what's going on. And I assure you, once you listen to this episode, you'll know why I haven't shared it, which spoiler alert is because I didn't know. And I didn't want to share too much because I don't some of the things I'm doing don't make sense to a lot of people. And I didn't want a lot of questions and a lot of anxious energy around me when I was just trying to make really big decisions. So I promise you, I'm sharing you all the details now. So you'll know. So this would be a perfect opportunity for you to pause this episode, get yourself a blanket, get yourself a beverage of choice. I highly recommend some snacks. This is going to be a longer episode. So please make sure you're comfortable and honor your needs during this. So anyways, the big question that has been coming up is, are you leaving Toronto and where are you going to live? What is going on? Amazing question. I love it. I don't know. (laughs) And even as I record this, I don't actually have all my answers yet. So I'm sorry if you want like super definitive answers of what's happening. I will explain to you. March, I will explain to you April, and I will explain to you what is coming in May. And let's go from there. Okay. So in case you haven't listened to the previous podcast episode about me manifesting a second home, I highly recommend listening to that because I'm not going to repeat some of the things that I say in there. But the gist of it was I came out to Prince Edward County at the end of November, loved it, was like, hmm, wouldn't it be nice if I lived out here? And then I ended up manifesting a short-term lease. So some people didn't know this was a short-term lease. I feel like I've mentioned it quite a few times, but in case you missed that, um, that's, I think, a little bit of a confusing part for some people because you're like, why are you coming back? I don't understand. I thought you want to stay in the county. So this was a short-term lease. So the person who lives in the home is coming back. So I have to leave. So that was back in January. I've been here since the very beginning of January. My lease is about to be up. When I'm recording this, my lease is up in two days. So that's kind of where I'm at in terms of explaining some things. So that being said, I kind of came out here with this way of doing a test run. What would it look and feel like if I lived out here? Can I handle it out here in the country? So like the city, it's actually a village that I'm staying in is 2000 people. There's one tiny grocery store, not an ideal amount of selection, to be honest. Things close early. There is no like Uber. There's no Uber Eats. There's like, there's nothing. There's no public transit. It's like a very different lifestyle compared to living downtown Toronto, which I've been doing for quite a few years now. 
So I was just like, will I like this? Is this something that's kind of like cute for a bit? And then I'm like, oh, hells no, I need my perks of the city. Or will I fall in love with it and I want to stay? So yes, I want to stay, but there's some details that still need to be sorted. So then the next thing that came through was, what do I do with my condo? I own a Toronto condo and I initially was like, maybe I can rent it out and then I can buy something out here or I'll rent. I'm not sure. Let's see. And then just with some of the things that are happening in the market, it just didn't financially make sense. And I didn't want my money to be tied up in that condo for the next couple of years until the markets stabilize. Um, I wanted access to that money and I just wanted to have something a little bit more permanent. So then to, again, give you a little idea of dates. Um, and I say this because things moved very quickly. Um, and it's just, it's funny. <laughs> My life is funny. So March 11th is when I was sitting outside. I remember um, it's March madness out here. And there was like a maple festival happening. And I was sitting outside in front of a fire with some friends. I was sipping some hot cocoa and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to sell my home. I'm doing this. I, I love it. And I mean, if you love country life in the winter, you're probably going to love it the rest of the seasons. And I was just like, I am going to make this happen. I want to do it. And I'm not going to try to juggle between here in Toronto. I'm not going to try to rent out my place. I'm just going to sell, start over, clean up that energetic cord and go from there. So March 11th, I decided I'm going to sell. March 12th, I connected with the most incredible realtors and I cannot wait to talk about them because they're amazing humans. And if you ever want to buy and sell in Toronto, there's no one else you should go with other than Cheryl and John. Love you, Cheryl and John, just so you know. So that was on the 12th. On the 17th, I drove into the city to meet them in person. I handed over my keys. On the 19th, I drove back. Also, I like, I literally drove like so much. It was like two and a half hours each way. I drove in to pack my stuff because they were going to stage and kind of style my home just to make it easier. So I went back. I literally packed up my stuff. And it was funny because like I was recording content in my condo and it was like, Everything around me was in like shambles and in boxes. And all you could see was the backdrop, which was like my couch and everything looked normal. So I'm just like giggling over that. Uh, lots of feels, lots of emotions, but in an amazing, beautiful way. So the 19th, everything got packed up. Um, that following week on the 20th until like the 28th, um, they did some painting, some staging, prep, took care of everything. And then my condo hit the market on the 28th. So that was super quick, which was amazing. I was really clear on the price that I wanted. Um, I was very clear that I wanted a quick sale and I just wanted it gone. Um, and that's exactly what happened. So there was one week worth of showings. And then on April the 4th, my condo sold. And it sold four grand under the number that I wrote down of what I wanted, which side note was about 30 or 35 grand more than what I should have gotten. But I was like, no, 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 this is what I'm getting. So that being said, these were the numbers, which is incredible. And I'm so excited. 
There were 74 booked showings. They had a open house over two days. 60 groups of people came through, about 100 people walked through my condo. On realtor.ca, there were over 3,400 views. And four realtors the next day were like, hey, did your deal fall through? Because like, we'd love to scoop that up. So the numbers were fantastic. And it was even like, oh my God, it was just so smooth. It was so smooth. Like I, I've never sold a place before. This was my first condo that I purchased. So it's like, I don't really have much experience, but I was like, no one ever talks about, oh my God, I love selling a house. This is fun. And uh, it is, if you have Cheryl and John helping you, um, literally, it was such a incredible experience. And like, I, I can't even like, I'm still like, holy crap, did I just do that? Was that that easy? Like the only thing I did was come in, give them keys and pack up. Like when I came back on that day to pack up my things, like there was boxes and there was wrapping paper and there was tape awaiting me. Like I didn't even have to go get that. And then I was like, okay, well, when you guys need the elevator, I'll book the elevator. And like, oh, we need to get a lockbox. I'll talk to like property management. I'll go do that. They're like, nope, it's done. No, no, we'll do that. No, don't worry about that. It's done. And I was like, what? You do everything? Like everything. And my home looked so good that I was like, shit, do I want to stay? Like, am I making the wrong decision by selling? And I was like, no, 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 I'm selling. I'm definitely selling because I don't want to be in the city anymore. And that's, that's it. So that being said, like, honestly, Cheryl and John were so, so amazing. They were so detail-oriented, so kind, so professional, so supportive. I was definitely super emotional in the last like little bit of that. There was a lot of things that was happening in my personal life as well. And it was just, it was a lot. It was like, holy crap, I'm selling my home slash I don't know where I'm going to live. And again, it's like with the mortgage being a bit funny and me being a single business owner, I don't have much wiggle room. So I don't even know like what I'm going to end up getting in terms of looking for a home here. And I'm just like, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And it is what it is. And everything always works out. So really, there's no reason to be stressed and whatnot. And oh my gosh, it was just so good. It was so good to do it and have it done and over with. And it wasn't dragged out. And it was just easy. So, 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 so easy. Um, on the day that we were doing the offers, we ended up getting 15 offers and three of them were competitive. Two of them were firm. And there was even some like wiggle room in terms of increasing the amount to get what I wanted, which was amazing and perfect. So even that was incredible. Now, the thing that was really funny, and I'm like laughing at this, <laughs> Because I was like, shoot, you got to be really careful what you want. This is one of my like manifestation tips for you of, hey, if you are really clear on you want and you say it out loud, like you're going to get it. So just please be careful what you wish for. So when we were talking about a closing date, I remember I was in a, I do not like Toronto, get me out of here mood. And I was like, get rid of this condo ASAP. I need a gone. I just want to get the money so I can like purchase my next place. And it's just like, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it as soon as possible. Well, then when offers night came, 
the closing date initially was April the 26th, but I'm not going back until April the 11th to Toronto, which would like leave like days. And not that I have much to wrap up or anything. Like there's just a couple of things in my kitchen in terms of like actual bigger things like supplies or whatever. Um, and then just a little bit of my furniture, like everything's already packed up and good to go, which is great. Um, but I was like, no, I, I think I do need a little bit of time in Toronto to enjoy some people in person. And I, I definitely really want to open up my space one last time um, to have in-person Reiki downtown and to host an event. And just, I didn't want to be rushed. There was a couple of things that I wanted to enjoy. And I'm not here to complain about Toronto per se. Toronto is a great place. I've just outgrown it and it doesn't align with my greater vision and my needs. Um, so I just don't want to be there anymore at not full time at least. So still want a little bit of Toronto time. Um, even with that, we ended up changing the date and I got the date that I wanted. It was just like, the universe was like, what would you like? Here you go. What else would you like? Here you go. Perfect. Anything else? Did you want to like side of chips on, on like a little bit of something, something on the side? I'm like, yeah, please. Yeah. I want a snack. Thank you. So got it all, which was so freaking amazing. So yeah. So my condo that's done. Um, that felt great. I feel like this massive weight has been lifted off my shoulders and that I finally am at the point in my life where I really, really, really know what I want in all different aspects of my life. And especially when it comes to where I'm living and how I'm living and like the speed of my life. Like I just wanted to be slow and I wanted to be so much more intentional. It's like impossible to be in Toronto without rushing and hurrying. And it's like, you're so overstimulated and everything is like too abundant. And then you end up like getting lost in the extra and you don't need the extra. And that's definitely one big thing that I learned living out here where yeah, it's not ideal to not have Uber Eats ever because sometimes you want that, but then you plan ahead and it's like not ideal to have to drive 20 minutes to a grocery store. But then when you go to the grocery store, you have a list and you're not going to go to the grocery store like four or five times a week to grab one thing. You're going to get all your things and you're mindful about it. So I would never, ever, ever change that. Like I love being out here and it's definitely the right decision for me. So a couple of things that I wanted to mention. Going into this, I definitely was very intentional. And one of the big things that I was intentional about was I'm going to trust the universe is going to take care of me and it's going to take care of the details. And I know it doesn't make sense, but it doesn't matter. It just will work out because I know it's going to. And I also took a moment to ask the universe to support me and not necessarily made a list of what I want support with, but in a, I know there's things that I don't even know I need support with, please help me. And I really asked for the universe to help me surrender and trust. Moving is a huge, huge trigger for me. Um, I came from a very abusive childhood. And the reason I came to Canada, in case you don't know, I was born and raised in Switzerland. I came here because I needed to get away from my dad. And it wasn't 
a smooth transition. I came to Canada when I was eight and I didn't speak a word of English. I came in the middle of the semester. I had no friends. It was weird because the school system's different in Switzerland. So it was like, am I in grade two or am I in grade three? I'm not really sure. And it was like, I don't speak the language. So it was like, you're the new kid who doesn't even speak the language. Well, that's extra fun. And then it's like, it was just weird because I was like, I don't want to be here. My home is there and I'm resentful that I'm here, but I get that it's the best decision, but like, I still don't like it. And it's like coming from Switzerland being so beautiful and so like, so like eco-friendly, like everyone's just like into hiking and everyone's into outdoor sports. And it's like, it's not the same as the suburbs of like the GTA. And then you're like, what? You guys don't have mountains? Like you don't have trails? You have to drive everywhere? You're like public transit sucks. It's like, what? So it was just not smooth. And I mean, that being said, I've moved a lot and moving was also is is one of my biggest triggers. And I've had a couple moves even when I was older where it was like, I'm in danger. I have a stalker. Great. Who is threatening me? I have to go missing as per police telling me to. So moving is scary for me. Like, it's just like, am I going to be okay? And I knew that this is going to be a little bit more triggering because it's like, I'm not just moving in Toronto. I'm leaving Toronto. I'm going to be like, two and a half, three hours away from Toronto and my community and my people. And it's like, yes, I have some friends out here, but it's like, I'm kind of starting from scratch and I'm starting from scratch alone. So it was just like, oh my God, am I making the right decision? So I was like, okay, universe, this is a lot. Please help. Thank you. And the universe brought me this beautiful package and it's called Cheryl and John. And the amount of care they have put into selling my home, the amount of love they have for what they do and like their level of professionalism and like expertise and like having real conversations, like talking about the details. And it's like, again, I don't know much. So I was like, please tell me the details. I don't understand them having the patience to explain things. And sometimes I was like, oh my God, I'm getting a little nervous here. And then them being able to say the right things because they know and I trusted them. And I was like, okay, cool. Got it. It was like, wow, I didn't even realize I needed this, but it's exactly what I needed. And it was amazing. So home is sold. Yay. Awesome. Let's talk about what is happening afterwards. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I need to figure it out. Um, I'm back in Toronto, April 11th. My home closes May the 23rd. Right before then, I'm actually going to be going on a trip. Um, I told myself if I get the price I want, I'm booking a getaway because I really need some time just off and I need a proper vacation. And something that's a little bit different, I didn't want to just you know, lie on a beach, which is lovely and beautiful as well. But like, I wanted there to be choice, choice for me to be slow, choice for me to explore, choice for me to move around and to just take time to be with myself. So I know I put this online as well of like, where do you think I'm going? Um, So the three places I was really contemplating 
And this is because of the weather. I'm like, I don't want to go somewhere cold. Um, the county is very cold and very windy and I loved it and it was amazing, but I do not want to be wearing a jacket wherever I'm going. So the first option that I really wanted to consider was Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii before, but I haven't been to Hawaii since being a Reiki master. And um, there's a lot of really beautiful roots in the Reiki heritage of Usui Reiki. And there's just things that I really want to explore there. Hawaii is also stunning and beautiful. It is a very healing energy there. Um, and just in terms of the traditional practices there, like I really wanted to enjoy that along with being by the water, along with their amazing food, along with, you know, going hiking and seeing all that. So Hawaii was one option. The next option was Costa Rica. I've never been. Obviously it is a beautiful paradise, especially if you're into spirituality and into yoga. So I was like, do I want to be salty haired, innovating suit, doing yoga and just exploring do I want that? Um, so that was my next option. And then my third option was going to Europe. So explaining that, um, given that I was born and raised in Switzerland and I, I mean, I've been to Europe so many times, not that it ever gets old by any means. So I'm not complaining. Um, I've been to a lot of the places and all I knew was I want to go somewhere that's warm. Um, Eastern Europe, no thanks. I'm Hungarian. I've done most of those places and I'm good. Um, so I'm like, I have to do something in the South. So I was like, do I go to um, France? Been there, lovely, do not speak French. Um, my experience with France is not everyone's very keen on speaking to you in English. And I don't want to be struggling the entire time. So then there was Italy, obviously beautiful, amazing food, culture, yes. There was Spain, no thank you. Um, I have had my max with Spain. Um, my ex-fiance was Spanish and I lived in Spain for a while and we had a long distance relationship for like eight months and I have done a lot of Spanish trips and I am good <laughs> this lifetime. I think I'm good. Thank you. Beautiful country though. Highly recommend. And then I was like, do I go to Portugal? And I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm not drawn there. So I was like, okay, Italy, Italy's the next option. So then I call my travel agent. Her name is Janet. She's lovely. And I was like, these are my options. And she's like, okay, so you're going to fly into Rome and then you're going to spend two days in Rome. And then afterwards you're going to go to Florence. And I was like, oh, so you've made my decision. And she's like, absolutely. There's no other option. This is the best option for you. So then after I'm like, okay, <laughs> guys, I'm going to Italy. I am so excited. Um, I have done a lot of travel alone especially, um, when I was living back and forth between Australia, um, I did a lot of trips, um, back and forth and it was totally fine. I've traveled through Europe by myself, but it's always been like, I'm by myself for like a day or two. And then I meet up with somebody or there's some other plants that are happening, but I've never done a full trip by myself. Um, I mean, I've done local travel and taken to Gressa, So I've rented out things like a home in the county. I've done a lot of like cabins and whatnot to get away during the pandemic, but I've never done a full trip by myself. And I'm so freaking excited. And one of the reasons, and this is so interesting. So I will dive deeper into this because I feel like a lot of people need to hear this. I was kind of like waiting to do that with a partner. And I was like, yeah, but like, wouldn't it be nicer if I go with somebody and then I was just like, why am I waiting? 
the energy of waiting is stagnant and stuck. And it's like, you're telling the universe, you don't trust what's coming. And I'm like, why am I putting my life on hold waiting for somebody where I'm like, I I have the time and the money and the energy right now. I'm going to go right now. Like that's actually ridiculous. I would even wait. So I was like, I'm going by myself and I am going to make it a super lovely, fun and romantic trip by myself. And I can't wait. I actually really love um, traveling on my own in terms of like planes and stuff. Cause I have a very specific like routine that I do, which is hilarious, which is why usually I'm like, I'll meet you there. <laughs> I'll go a day earlier because I just, it's just easier. Like I know I have my little things that I do. Anyways, so I'm really excited to see what Italy is going to bring for me. And I am, I've announced this a couple of days ago on Instagram, but I'm actually going to be launching a new program and it's going to be called Soul School. And the reason I mentioned this is I'm actually going to record part of it in Italy. And no, this is not a work trip. So I'm actually not going to see any one-on-one clients. And I'm definitely going to be mindful in terms of being intentional with my time and being there. But I find myself being very inspired when I travel and it's like, it comes through. And even if you journal it, you journal it, but it's like in the moment, still being in the space, there's a different level of magic that comes through. So I'm very excited to see what Italy unfolds for me. Um, So yeah. So it's going to be Rome for a few days, Florence for a few days, and I'm going to go down to the coast and then just kind of bounce around just to get a little bit of water time in. And that is happening in May. So now if you're going to look at the numbers, because like I'm a visual person, if I close on May the 23rd and I'm going away to Italy for about 10 days, um, that means I need to have my home packed up and moved by like May the 9th, 8th, I guess. So that's interesting because I don't know where I'm going. Um, And it's funny because like my family knows about this and I was talking to my grandma. She's like, you need to book movers because like you're doing a longer move and you want to make sure that you have somebody. And I was like, yeah, noted. I don't know the date or the destination. So how do I book movers according to that? And she's like, oh yeah, that's, uh, that's you. That's exactly how you do life. And I'm like, yeah, it is. So, <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Um, I have a couple options, uh, lined up. Um, I mean, the thing out here is some places are already furnished, which then means I don't know where I'm going to put all my stuff and then I have to pay for storage. Not ideal, doable. Um, some places are not interested in Tegressa and I mean, Tegressa is my child clearly. So there's no way I'm leaving her and some places aren't into doing kind of like a month to month or a short-term rental. They want to do a year and I know I'm going to find my place in less than a year. So that's not, that's not going to happen. So I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. (laughs) Um, this is also kind of funny, not funny. Um, I feel like I'm just running back and forth between Toronto carrying the same stuff. So I know a lot of you have made comments and I'm sure many of you have thought about that and this is totally fine. Um, or the last couple months I've been really aggressively decluttering 
And I just had this like inner knowing and I didn't know why, to be honest, I was like, maybe I'm going to Airbnb out my place or I'll do like a short-term lease for people or whatever. And I've just been like decluttering, 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 which is amazing because it's gone now. Um, I also realized moving here, there's a lot of things that I have that I don't actually need. So then why do I have them? I can get rid of those. Um, obviously my winter stuff is staying in the County. I'm going to be leaving it at a friend's house. So there's not as much stuff, but I feel like I am still like, you know, I got like my Vitamix. <laughs> I have like all my essential oils, my crystals, my journals, and I'm just like doo, 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 going back and forth, which is so funny. Anyways, Tegress is kind of like, what is happening here? This is annoying, but uh, here it's an adventure. So that's what's happening. Um, I will keep you guys posted in regards to the details of how that's going to unfold. Um, and I'll take you guys on my house hunt as I'm looking here. I did decide that I don't want to rush it. I have a very specific, I guess, image of the house. There's very like, there's just a clear energy and vision that I have for where I want to live next. And I know it exists and I, I don't know if I'm going to find it right away. And I mean, right away is like, am I finding it in two weeks or am I going to find it in two months? I'm not worried. It's not going to get dragged out. Like the right house is waiting for me and I know it's going to come. But then there's also just part of me that's like, do I travel a little bit and then just find something super small to just lease for a bit and then give me that option of kind of bouncing around. So I don't know the answer and I am not stressed about it because the universe has a plan <laughs> clearly and I'm just trusting that and I know that I'm going to land where I'm meant to. Now, that being said, I know some of you are probably going like this sounds like the worst case scenario for me and this is stressful and this is horrendous. How are you this calm and this trusting? So this is something that I want to talk about. So it is important for you to know the energetics behind how I handle this and how I prepped my nervous system for this transition. So initially, when I came out here in January, I had like very specific goals, I guess you could say, in terms of what I want to get accomplished. There's certain things I wanted to update, certain things I wanted to launch, certain numbers that I wanted to hit. And January was really quiet. And it was a lot of like going for a long walk and then taking a nap. And that is not how I pictured my January. And that's not even what I thought I needed. Like I didn't feel burnt out leaving Toronto in December and then being here so gentle and calm and like nourishes the soul that I'm just like, why am I this pooped out? But I didn't even realize that this was just residual energy that I didn't process from before. I mean, this is when I've gotten really, really deep into my trauma healing. Um, I'm doing EMDR and internal family systems on a weekly basis. But when you're doing such deep inner work and literally like reprogramming your mind and processing things, you do need to give yourself more time to reset and just rest. And this is something that I tell um, all my Reiki students where Reiki doesn't hurt and it's not like you can't function and it's like, don't wait for the perfect time to do it, but you will need a little extra time to just be still and calm. And this doesn't really make sense unless you've done it. And then everyone at the end are like, yeah, no, I totally get it. I just needed a little, little more rest. And I just realized that I just need that. I need 
I need that time to take care of myself. So February was very abundant. And then March, I was prepping for the move. And I, when it comes to homes, I always do things really quickly because it's just like, I'm very clear and I have no blocks in manifesting a home. I've never had a block with that. And I was like, it's just going to happen because it will. And I'm ready. And I decide And the moment I decide to know it's on. So then knowing that I'm going to run this like energetic, emotional marathon, I was like, okay, I'm prepping myself because I know it's coming. So in terms of the energetics of getting this to happen, and this is kind of how I want it, I guess, move the energy of this podcast of how did I do this and how can you do this? So how can you learn to play with the energy, really take care of your nervous system, and then get clear on those details in manifesting that I think some people aren't as clear on where it might be blocking you from getting what you want. So that being said, the energetics, first things first was I decided I'm selling my home March the 11th. And I was like, it's done. I'm doing it. There wasn't that like back and forth. Yes, no. I don't know. Should I doubt kind of a thing? And like I had, I had doubt, but it was like doubt over there, not doubt within me, like ruminating through my mind. And I'm like losing sleep. Did I every once in a while have thoughts of like, oh shit, am I doing the right thing? Yes. Did I let it ruin my day? No. So first things first, you need to decide. The next thing was trusting and surrendering. I do not know how to sell a house. I'm not going to sell a house. So I'm not going to lose the energy trying to micromanage that and get all puffy puffy about it when that's not my like my expertise. It's not my zone of genius. I do not know how to sell a house. So I'm going to have to trust someone else to do it. And I just need to trust that they know what they're doing and that I'll get done. And that's what I did. And this was actually such a practice of surrender because the price that we listed at, I would never sell my home at ever. And even just listing my condo at that price was like, shit, I'm nervous. I'm scared. Like I, that is, I can't work with that number. Like that is a no. So then I'm like, what if all my offers come in at that price and I don't get the, the price that I want. So that was like, you need to trust. And I mean, again, Cheryl and John explained it very, very clearly. And I was like, I trust you. This is terrifying. And I trust you. So did that. And then it was like, you got to make the space. So we talked on the 17th, which was on a Friday. And then they're like, what's the soonest you can come in to pack? And I was like, okay, in two days, which was really annoying because I literally drove to Toronto three times in five days because I had a doctor's appointment and then I had the meeting with them and then I had the packing day. And was that inconvenient? Yeah. Did I complain about it? No. I decided I'm selling the house and one of the like actions I had to take was doing that. So for me to like, I don't know, drag it out would have made it harder for it to be sold and it would have like dragged out the process. So then it's like, 
whatever you're trying to call in, are you like self-sabotaging it? Like, what are you doing to prevent that from happening? And it's like, how are you in your own way? Which side note, that is always the answer. If you're not getting what you want and desire, it's because you are in the way. Because the universe, God, whatever you're believing in is abundant and wants to give you everything. So if you're not allowing yourself to receive, it's you, you're the one that's in the way. So I was like, how can I get out of the way? How can I pack as quickly as possible? How can I not aggressively micromanage? How can I stay open to receive? So this has to do with being in your feminine, not in your masculine. So not being like, what are the steps and what is happening? And let me know. And did you do this? And like, give me an update and da, da, da. Like that energy is, oh, that's disgusting. Like, ew, no, nobody wants that. So even if you're working with somebody, if you're constantly getting messages and like, checking in, being like, I don't actually trust you that you're doing your job. That's an annoying energy. And that, that would have also, I mean, I doubt that this would have like upset Cheryl and John because they're amazing humans. And I swear they're just like the happiest, calmest beings ever. But like for another realtor that might be like, cool, I'm not putting your listing as a priority because you're annoying me. So I'm just like, no, I'm going to give you as much space as possible because what's meant to happen will. And I know the universe has my back and it's going to happen and it is what it is. And I'm just going to do my part of what do you need from me? Perfect. Here you go. Oh, you need these documents? Not a problem. Doing it right now. Okay. Did you get it? Perfect. Awesome. Oh, you want me to clear that? Got it done. It was like, what can I do to make this as easy as possible for you guys? And then staying open to receive. I'm staying open to the right people seeing my listing. And like, again, I don't really follow real estate, but like having that many views on realtor.ca was way more than usual. Having that many people come through an open house is way more than usual. Having that many offers come through. And I mean, like three were proper offers. Two were like check in hand, like firm, like let's do this. So it was, it was just easy. So it's like, how can you be in the state of receiving? And this is like, I'm sorry, but you got to check yourself. Are you in your own way? How are you cock blocking the abundance, the love, the joy that you want from getting to you? And this is where you really have to get out of your victim mentality, your stories, your limiting beliefs, how things have been in the past and like the labels you've put on yourself. Oh, it never works out for me. Oh, it is so hard. You know, it works for everyone, not me. I like that. No, no. No, don't do that because that's just putting crappy energy around something really beautiful and abundant that can just work out. The next things was, uh, next thing I did, I mean, was a lot of extra self-care. I limited the number of clients I was seeing. I wasn't advertising, taking on a lot more things. I was really mindful to have longer morning rituals. So like more breath work, more tapping, more Reiki, more yoga, longer walks. I essentially took almost every single morning off. Like I wasn't seeing clients in the morning at all. And I also wasn't pushing myself to create more content or spend that extra energy somewhere else. My energy was going to taking care of myself because I know that moving is triggering and that I didn't want I didn't think I was going to spiral at all, but I was like, I didn't want this to throw me off. And then I'm not in the state of receiving and surrendering and receiving. And I knew my nervous system needed extra love. So I took it easy. 
I spend more time, Lena, I never do this, but I was like watching a little bit of Netflix just to chill and put my mind somewhere else. And like, I was just taking more baths and I was just like slower. And I was, and then when I noticed my mind, like going somewhere else or my energy shifted, but like, why are you triggered? What do you need? And being like, so wildly compassionate to my needs being like my inner child is freaked out right now because it's like I'm about to be homeless but then I'm like am I going to be homeless no I'm not actually going to be homeless am I going to die no I'm not going to die your nervous system always goes to I'm going to die everything's unsafe everything's falling apart and I'm like no it's not do I want to live in Toronto no so I'm selling my home in Toronto because I don't want to be there got it where what's scary about that you're doing what you want to get more of what you want. So why are you scared? Okay, got it. There's no reason to be scared. Got it. Then you have to have these little pep talks with yourself to just calm yourself off or I guess allow yourself to be calmer. So the next thing, the day of the offer, I was like, schedule cleared. This is like, this is just about me. I slept in, went for a super long walk with Tegressa. I sat down by the water. I relaxed. I went to the spa. So had like two sauna sessions, had an amazing um, massage, took my sweet time getting ready at the spa. Like, no, why am I stressed? Am I going to like sit at home staring at my phone when I have two incredibly capable people taking care of everything and there's nothing I actually can do at the moment? So why am I going to just stare at my phone? And why am I going to do work? No, I'm not going to do work right now. I'm taking care of myself. I like took myself for lunch, grabbed a matcha latte, all is well, even went grocery shopping. And it was hilarious because like Cheryl was like FaceTiming me, like presenting the offers. And I was like, just buying gluten-free bread right now. And she was like, okay, <laughs> going on? What are you doing? And I was like, well, my life needs to continue. I'm in Picton. I need to buy groceries and it is what it is. And I trust you and it's going to work out. So then there you go. And it was actually so funny because I ended up going to two different grocery stores and like my one bill came to $88 and that's a angel number 88. And then my other um, store that I went to really quickly was 3339. So again, it was like another angel num number of 333. And it was so interesting because I was like, ah, cool. Got it. Oh yeah, totally. And I just had this like deep sense of knowing and trust that it's happening. And it wasn't like, I hope this goes through. I hope this works out one foot out the door because I'm scared of disappointment. I'm like two foot in knowing it's going to work out. And like in terms of trust and hope, think of it this way. You're not going to get into a car hoping the seatbelt works. You're not going to get into a plane hoping the pilot knows what they're doing. You don't even think twice about it. You got into the plane and you're like, yay, where are we going? That's done. So then I had trust that these two amazing people are going to sell my condo. And I also had trust in the universe to connect me to the right people, to the right buyer who's going to give me the price I want because that's how it is. Yes, please. Done. Done. And so it was. So that level of confidence, like that's doable, but you do need to do your inner work. So where's your mind at? Where are your thoughts at? What's your energy like? Have you done any inner work in terms of clearing your past traumas. We all have trauma in our body. That's the thing. Whether you have big T or small T traumas, this is still trauma. 
It's like, what was your childhood like? What's your attachment style like? Like, these are things you need to look into because if you're not getting the things that you want and desire, there's a reason. And I'm not saying it's your fault, but you do need to take responsibility and take some action to clear the stuff that's not serving you and preventing you from having what you want. So know that you can have anything you want and anything that you desire that you don't have right now, there's a limiting belief holding you back. But then that limiting belief is so deep in your subconscious that it's your truth and that is how life is, but it's not. So you do need someone to help you talk you through that. And you do need someone who's going to have a different perspective and who can see you in your fullest, highest potential as a whole being, not damaged, broken, and incapable. And that is why I think everyone needs to work with somebody, at least for some time, to work through that. I work with healers. I have a therapist. I have a coach. Like, You need to have somebody that's guiding you along. And it's like you're never really done because it's like new levels, new devils. So you might be uncomfortable handling five grand and then all of a sudden you're like able to handle 15 grand, but then you're like, oh, 50 grand is too much for me and my nervous system. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, now I'm talking about like 600, 700 grand. Like, it's like, you need to know how to hold the energy of that. And this is kind of like, life is not a race. It's a marathon and you have to train for it. And the training is down-regulating your nervous system. It's processing your emotions and your traumas, but then also being able to clear your energy on a regular basis. And that's why I don't really like having one-off Reiki sessions because I'm like, are you going to go to the gym once and then assume you're going to have like abs for the rest of your life? No, that's silly. Okay. Well then why do you think you can come to a Reiki session once, like once a year and then be good? Everything is energy. You are energy. Your environment is energy. Your thoughts is energy. Your interactions with other people is energy. That needs to be cleared the same way. Like, even if you didn't do anything dirty at the end of the day, your hands are dirty. Please wash your hands. Like, ew. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, even if you like, don't use your bathroom, like you didn't do anything ridiculous, just regular functions, you're going to have to clean that bathroom. Like there's going to be dust in the corners and just things need to be wiped down because of just life. Well, the same goes with energy. You have to clear it on a regular basis especially if you have something bigger happening in your life. And I mean, selling and buying a home is very stressful regardless where you're at in life. It's still, there's a lot of uncertainty. You do need to kick off the self-care. And that's why you also need consistent, regular self-care and be seen by practitioners. So it's like even having a regular massage or whatever you're doing, acupuncture, do those things on the regular because then when things get crazy, you have that resilience. You have that like extra bit to get you through as opposed to you're starting off empty. And that's why you really should start your self-care practices when things are good. And that's why you should also continue your self-care practices when things are good. So if things stabilize and you got out of that funk, don't stop. You want to continue doing it. This has to be as like brushing your teeth. You're not like, eh, I don't feel like brushing my teeth today. Oh, I'm not going to feed my children today. I don't feel like it. You will feed your children. It doesn't matter what kind of day you're having and how tired you are. You're going to. So it's like your morning rituals have to happen because it's the morning, not because of any other reason. So the last thing that I want to talk about is doing a little manifestation summary. So I highly recommend jotting down some notes. Um, this is what I do 
this is how I've manifested some pretty ridiculous things into my life. And those of you who have been following me for a while, you know that sometimes things come up and you're like, what? How? How did you just do that? This is how I did it. And I am not more special than you. So these are just steps I follow and I want to share them with you. So take a big breath in, let it go, and let's dive in. First thing is to always get really clear. What do you want? And be clear in terms of the positives. So don't give me a list of things you don't want because then energetically you're becoming a magnet for that. So even if you're like, I don't want debt, your subconscious mind and like the universe is going to be like, debt, you want debt? This is strange to me, but okay, here you go. So instead being like, I want to be wealthy. I want to be financially stable. Make sure you don't have any back and forth energy on this either. So let's say you want to start dating and then you kind of start dating. You're like, oh, I don't know. I can't do this. I don't really like this. Nope. I'm going to be single. Well, then it's like, okay, well then you're going to be single. So don't be back and forth of like, I hate being a single. I'm really scared to be in a relationship because then you're literally giving the universe mixed messages. You have to make space for it. Again, I've been decluttering for months. So when I left in January, it was easy breezy. And then when I came back to do that last little bit of packing, it didn't take me a long time. And there wasn't a lot of emotional attachment to things because I was like, the things I have, I need, and everything else is gone. So make space. And it's like, even if you like, let's say run a business, does your schedule have space? If you're going to take on new clients. What day would you take them? If you want to start like working out, what day are you going to go to like work out? That needs to be really clear. Then you need to embody being the person who already has this. So for me, what would I be doing if I'm going to buy a new house? I'm going to make sure my taxes are organized. I'm going to make sure that I've been doing a mortgage application. I'm going to make sure I'm looking at different homes out here. I'm going to make sure that I'm starting to like lay loot, roots down to like know that I want to stay and let the universe know like I'm not kidding. Like I want to be here. Then what would you do? What is the thing that you want and desire? And if you had that, how would you show up? And again, it's like, if you want to start dating and you're like, I'm serious, I want to be dating. Are you still talking to that fuck boy? Like really though, are you the person who treats you like garbage and you know, it's never going to settle down and they're really not going anywhere in life. Why even entertaining that block and delete Bye. like truly. And it's just like, if you really want to start eating healthy, are you going to continuously buy the things that you love eating that might be junk food? And you're like, I have a really hard time saying no to that. No, you're not going to buy that stuff anymore because you want to clear that out of your home. And I'm not saying like restrict yourself by any means, but just like energetically, would you say yes to that if this is what you're calling it? The next thing is pretend you already have it. So poor Tegressa hated this because literally the entire week where we were like accepting or I guess showing um, before we had our offer night, I would randomly pretend that I just got the call from Cheryl saying that my home sold and I got the price that I wanted. And I would literally like scream, squeal, jump up and down and have the energetics and somatic experience of having it. And like literally Tegressa was like, you are unwell. What is going on? And out of nowhere, like I would be like, working on a blog post or something. And then all of a sudden I'm just like squealing. I'm not squealing on here because it's loud and it's very annoying. And those of you who know me for a very long time, you know, the noise, it is a lot. 
And Tegresa was like, this is dumb and would like leave the room rolling her eyes, but Hey, it worked. And then when I did get the call from Cheryl, it felt exactly the same. And the reason you need to do this is because our nervous system is actually terrified of feeling good. Our brain actually is terrified of feeling too much joy, because if you feel too much joy and you think it's going to go away, you losing the joy hurts more than you never having it. And this is like based on neuroscience where you actually need to program yourself and train yourself to feel safe, feeling good. Because we have this ridiculous belief of like, well, when's the other shoe going to drop? Can't stay this good for long. How many times have you heard one of those sayings? Well, that's bullshit. Good on top of good. Yes, please. More, please. I do not subscribe to that belief. Everything can continuously keep getting better for me. And I don't need to sacrifice any aspect of my life in order for things to continue to grow. Done. Thank you. Make sure your nervous system is ready to receive it. So like I mentioned, I practiced a lot more self-care. I really focused on down-regulating my nervous system and I know what works for me. I really, really took the time to clear my schedule to make more time for those practices without any sort of guilt and had a lot of compassion in the process. Next thing is make sure you clear the blocks and process and release them. And this is just a thing you have to do. Like you cannot bypass this. Your subconscious mind runs your life. So whatever your beliefs are is how your world is. It's not the world is like this and then you are like that. No, no, no. It starts with you, with your internal environment. So your inner world is a reflection of your outer world, period. You cannot bypass this. And at the end of the day, whatever your limiting beliefs are is what's playing out in your life right now, especially if there's patterns that are repeating. And with this, hypnosis, Reiki, NLP, any sort of coaching, you need to get into the subconscious and you also can't force your external world to change or change your behaviors. You have to change your thoughts. You have to change your beliefs. Otherwise, you're not going to get the thing that you want and desire. And let's be real. I'm right here because if you doing those external things work, you would have the thing that you want. And like perfect example, everyone goes to the gym in January. No one's there in February. If you actually change the beliefs about fitness, health in your body, you'd be going to the gym because you're going to the gym. The next thing is you need to mind your energy. This was one of the reasons I kept this very hush-hush. Obviously, I didn't overshare on Instagram. I mean, a lot of people had some idea um, just because I love being out here and that was very clear. Um, But there's a lot of people who didn't know and I didn't do this to offend anyone or that I don't trust certain people, not at all. But some things need to be kept secret because they're sacred. I had to hold a certain amount of energy to be able to hold that high frequency, that high vibe to be magnetic, to call in the thing that I wanted. And what I'm doing is kind of risky given that I have no idea where I'm going to live in the next couple of weeks. And a lot of people with good intentions and with love would be anxious and perhaps want to talk me out of it. And I don't have time for that. I know what I want. I know where I'm going in life. And that is not Toronto. And I needed to take this risk without sharing it with every single person. So that was the reason that I kept things quiet. And then the last part is having this deep level of trust and surrender. There is going to be waiting. 
you have to practice patience. You cannot question the universe. You can't rush the universe. That's you micromanaging and you being in your masculine. That's not you being in the feminine in this flowy state of receiving. And like, can we just be like honest here? Even with Amazon Prime, it isn't instant. You don't click it and it like lands in your lap. Like it'll take at least a couple hours or a day. And no one's calling Amazon freaking being like, excuse me, you said you're delivering tomorrow and it's uh, not yet tomorrow. And why isn't it here? But that didn't even make sense. What, what was going on here? The universe is a little bit stronger than Amazon, okay? Why do you have more faith in Amazon? That's ridiculous. So give it a hot second. And like, hey, maybe your dream partner is not gonna land in your lap in a week. But what if they come in a year? Because you have a year's worth of exploring and growing and some inner work you need to do in order to actually receive them. Are you gonna be pissed that you had to wait a year? No, they're coming. It's okay. Everything's fine. Hence, I'm surrendering the timeline of when I'm going to receive my dream home. It's coming. Like I can feel that it's coming. Like I can picture it. I know what I want. I know what I'm going to do outside. I know what I'm going to do on the inside. Like I know I have a date in mind for when I'm going to find this beautiful home and when I'm going to move in. I'm not going to share that just yet but I have an idea when it's coming. And there's no doubt in my mind that it's either going to come then or within divine timing at a better time, which it always makes sense in hindsight. So why am I going to stress over that? I'm not, I'm just going to surrender and I'm going to allow the universe to take me for this adventure. And it's like, what can I control? I can control my energy. I can control my mindset. I can control my nervous system. And I can have an amazing time doing it as opposed to losing all that energy, worrying and trying to micromanage. No, thanks. I'm good. I'm here to enjoy. So that is my life update. (laughs) As summarized as I possibly could get it. Let me know what you think. Um, What surprised you? I assume you guys knew I was moving. Um, What are your thoughts? Also, let me know if you like the life updates. I haven't done as many of those episodes, but I'm playing with the idea of sharing a little bit more of the behind the scenes of my life and a little more of my personal life on here. So if that's something that interests you, let me know. And here we are. So lots of golden nuggets in here. I hope you guys have a little bit of inspiration and more trust in the universe that everything is working out because it is. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you to getting to the very end of this episode. I really do hope you grab snacks. I did tell you. And here we are. Another beautiful day and episode done. All right, my loves, enjoy the rest of your day. And I will talk to you soon.